welcome to the Fathers Rights UK podcast. Join me at the silly o'clock in the morning doing this podcast. I've done one for Fathers Rights UK. It's about two months. So thank you to, when I last checked, the three listeners we had. And it's recently gone up to 102. So thanks for the three episodes that you've listened to. You've listened to. 102 of you have stayed. And you're waiting for two months for another podcast. That's our own unreliability. I've been busy. Groups busy and doing well. If you've not visited our group yet, your group, uh, Father's Rights UK, official family law advice and support. Then down to the world of um, permanently full-time job, doing the Mackenzie Friend role. This podcast is for education, entertainment, and basically just to keep you something to do, even if it's one of you. I mainly do these because it's my own coping mechanism to survive, I suppose. And when you're going through this never-ending cycle of shit, sometimes it's easy to forget where you're going and what exactly you your end goal is, especially when you think sometimes you've got the goal you want, everything's going well, and then out of nowhere, like a, a bit like one of them lizards, what are they called? They've got big tongues, could be a frog even, almost a lizard, isn't it? You know, when, they, when the fly comes on, this big tongue goes, is that a frog? I think it's a frog, and then they just eat it, eat the fly. That's what you know, your ex-wife, ex-girlfriend will do, just when you think everything's the way it should be, and everything's going cool, you're happy with everything. She'll come out, she'll let you know she's still there. And that can leave you feeling deflated. It can leave you feeling pretty shit. So what I do, and I would advise anyone else to do the same, keep busy. You may well go through a stage of self-medication. I would not advise that, but it's normal as long as you can get yourself out of it. That's difficult in itself. man with the freedoms of a teenager but you're not a teenager anymore 
got a kid to pay for, got a kid that you're missing. Kids that you're missing. It's not easy, it's definitely not easy. So part of what I do, but part of my coping mechanism is this podcast, to make um, sure that anyone who's going through what I've been through, what thousands of others are going through, because you're not alone. You sometimes think that you are, but you're really not. You just got to get out and talk to people. And that's proven more and more difficult these days, but more and more easy. If you get the drift, it's basically, you've got the bloody internet. And as much as, as much as you don't like it, well, I don't like it, but it's good stuff on it as well, don't be wrong. No, I'm thinking that. I wouldn't be doing podcasts if it was not for the internet. I would not be able to meet the people I've met, the friends that I've met along the way recently, really, and and previously. I mean, you always get stabbed in the back. That's always going to happen. That's going to happen if you let it happen. Actually, I just tend to let it happen. I suppose it's the people that you mingle with, isn't it? You reap what you sow, I suppose. That's not true, is it? I'm not a bad person and I end up quite misfortunate. I think sometimes that I do that to myself on purpose. Well, I think the world keeps doing stuff to me and I'm like, come on, give me the next one, next one. Sooner or later, something's got to give. Either the world's got to give or what I have. But while I'm talking to you and while I'm feeling, let's enjoy the moment. So I've been working on this thing. We're going to be doing um, coaching and things and just experimenting on what works and what doesn't work and how we're capturing people, helping people. But at the same point, trying to, as everyone else is doing, self-employed. There's not really many. Or is everyone else doing that now? That's what I seem to be doing. So, but what I'm doing, I'm going to be bettering people's lives, teaching them things that maybe I was not taught. Well, that's my dad's fault. He was never, he wasn't there. I mean, he was, he was a plank. But regardless, I've been working on um, valuing yourself. So you've got to value you. And you listen to this as much as you right now might feel like you're no value to no one, you're nothing. That's not true. That's so not true. On days it might be, days we all are bad days, when you're no value to no one. But generally, as a rule of fun, everyone's got a value to someone. Unless you're an amoeba, I suppose, in which case it's a one-celled organism. And I remember one time, what's his name? 
Brian Mander, his name was. Um, he he, um, he was, was working with me at Carphone. We were living in a in a, in a shared house, <laughs> and um, he was always going to shower. He was going to shower before me, and he always beat me in there, pissed me off. And one time we got in there, and he had this. He's got his, he had this ex-wife now. She was fit at the time. I'm sure she's like now, but she's still a beautiful person. Um, she knew her name was, and and her name is. And I went in there, shower after him, and he fucking. Do you know what? It's unusual. Sprayed water everywhere, blah blah blah. And I said, I went and had a go. I was like, well, you every time you go in there, you leave water everywhere. Why can't you just be like normal? There's a bathtub there. Keep it in the bathtub. We started you know, shouting at each other and whatnot. And then <laughs> he called me an amoeba. I was like, what? Say that again. What's an amoeba? He's like, exactly, you see you're an amoeba. Oh, yeah, but that's a good one. I've not heard that one before. <laughs> I was young. I thought, like, what does it mean? You've got to figure it out yourself. And that ended, that ended the argument. I went and figured it out, and two couple of days later, made up. That's funny. Happy place. Um, before I go to this next um, court case, got a bit of a short shit court case this morning. Um, poor guy didn't even fucking get nothing, so didn't expect it either. To be honest with you, did not expect that. So we'll talk about that a bit more later. What I want to try and do though, to entertain myself, give the beautiful. She doesn't know I'm doing it. Give the beautiful, the beautiful, the lovely. Uh, what's her name again? Um, Amy Kentucky. Is what I call her. Amy Kentucky. Let's see if she answers the phone. Let's see if she answers. She's not going to answer, is she? She knows I'm going to do it. She's not going to answer. Well, a little bit of light entertainment, didn't answer. Oh well, better luck next time. Um, uh, going back to what we were talking about uh, previously, men have got such a. Uh, women will say they've got the short straw. And I think things are going to be changing sooner or later, anyway. Um, but until things do change, we do have the short straw. Um, speaking to someone a moment ago who has lost the value in himself and lost the belief in himself which results in him letting his children down and that's because he's been tarnished for such a long time now and his ex-missus is saying how shit he is and if someone tells you how crap you are all the time you're going to be like you're going to want crap so what's the point of me doing anything in the first place Yeah, yeah, it looks a bit sunny where you are. Are you it, it's sunny? Where you you are in the sunshine? Yeah, it's the old house. I saw some bottles on the thing. I just wanted to check you. You know, ching ching and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> yeah, just having one. 
What are you having for lunch? What have you made me? What's the lunch? Oh, okay. So I'm, you, you, oh, I'm disturbing you while you're eating. That's a bit awkward. No, I'm feeling a bit uncomfortable now. Well, well, I, I will, I will, um, I will, I'll, I'll give you a call back a bit later because I've got we're about to go into a, another hearing, um, and uh, yeah. So I didn't expect you to answer the phone. I just had a bit of a tough morning, so I thought I'd call my little angel love Amy and uh, just get myself in a bit of a happy place again. Yeah, everything's fine. It wasn't my case. It was someone else's. It wasn't wasn't my kid. It was someone else's. I'm joking. Um, no, it's, 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 he got fucked over by Kafkas, and it's just bullshit. The, the judges stuck exactly to, stuck exactly to the Kafkas. What the Kafkas were saying wouldn't give us video calls. But then the woman, the woman, the other party says, "No, I want to have video calls. I want it." Kafkas like, "No, no, no, no video calls. No, nothing." What the fuck. How can you have the mum saying yeah, and then uh, so that's where I'm going to get Vicky to come in and do some. We're going to we're going to make sure they've got contact over Christmas, and then pretend they have no contact. When they get into court, that seems to be the way to play it. Yeah, well, uh, well, look. Are you okay? I'm all right. I'm always all right. I'm always all right. Whenever I hear your voice, Amy, I'm always okay. Aww. See, this all good, isn't it? See, uh, no, I'm going to call you a bit later though, because I need you to do a bit, um, a bit of a podcast. I'm, I want to introduce you to our podcast. We'll do a three-way with Vicky, yeah. Okay. See, up for a three-way. Yeah. Don't worry. Okay. Good. <laughs> Okay, um, so that, that's that's fine. I will give you a shout a bit later then, yeah? See you later. See ya, bye. Bye, bye. bye. There you folks. Um, Amy Kentucky's up for a freeway. They don't make music like they used to, I'll tell you. They don't make anything like they used to. No. It's a bit like that, that plastic, what's it called? Bakelite. What? Is it Bakelite? They used to make phones out of it. Oh, right, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and they don't make it anymore. And that was a really robust plastic. Now this plastic, shit plastic. And it takes longer to buy the grade. Yeah, but there are enzymes that are now eating plastic in the sea, you know that, don't you? Is there? Yeah. So they're putting chemicals in the sea? No, it's not a chemical. What is it then? Nature is fighting back and has created a microorganism that eats plastic. Oh, you're killing me. Digest it down. Nope. So the earth has made itself, is, is obviously come, come across a problem and then in the sea it's, oh, there's so much plastic here. So there's an, you're saying there's an enzyme which has got a cell in it, right? It's got That's a cell, that's an organism, right? And then it's eating, mm-hmm. and it's eating plastic. Mm-hmm. And this is fact. Yeah. Thank you. 
I'll talk to you while I'm doing it. So, when there was a young man, I can't remember his exact age, but he basically designed something that caught plastic. Yeah. Um, which can just float around the oceans and it just catches them and then you just go and empty them. Like, yeah, I've seen that. You know, so... There was a breakthrough that builds on plastic using bugs first discovered by Japan in 2016. So on the 28th of September 2020, Damien Carrington, environmental editor for The Guardian, wrote a super enzyme that degrades plastic bottles six times faster than before has been created, or it's been created by scientists that could be used for recycling within a year or two. Oh, no, hold on. The super enzyme is derived from bacteria that naturally evolved. Oh, well, then. So, I was right. The ability to eat plastics. So, what they've done is they've taken that naturally evolving enzyme and they've turned it into one that doesn't six times faster. And before long, Those, before you know it, it was going to be like something like the Terminator coming out of the sea to eat us all. Yeah, so scientists believe combining it with enzymes that break down cotton could also allow mixed fabric clothing to be recycled. Today, millions of tons of such clothing is either dumped at landfill or incinerated. Plastic pollution has contaminated the whole planet from the Arctic to the deepest oceans that people are known to consume and breathe microplastic particles. And it's currently very difficult to break down plastic bottles. So, yeah. Well, well, damned. Look at you, your fountain of knowledge. So, the two separate enzymes were found in uh, a plastic bug a plastic eating bug that was found in a Japanese waste site in 2016. Well, so those are the two natural enzymes were first discovered in Japan in in 2016 in a waste site, and then the researchers revealed an entity that the Mpanjoto. Do you think think, think they actually made these things? Obviously, they found something here, then they messed around with biology. And they made it even... Is that, that's, biology. That's, that's biology, isn't it? That's biology, isn't it? It's biology. Yeah. 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 And we've done it at the University of Portsmouth, Portsmouth, which I've always thought was a shit university, but obviously not. What makes it a shit university? I don't know. I just don't like the idea of Portsmouth. Well, you don't, yeah. you're not too far away from there, are you? Are you Devon man that way? Yeah, I'm a Devon. No, I'm not too far. I'm being, I'm being stupid. There's nothing wrong with Portsmouth. Portsmouth is wonderful. Well, wonderful. I've lived there for a while. It's not the greatest. Did you? Yeah, I've, I've lived in many places, yeah. yeah. So have I. Well, only in the UK, only in England. Where have you travelled? You've been, lived in... You used to tell me about the other day you were in Nigeria or something. Was it Nigeria? No. Um, where were you? Kenya. Kenya, that's it. Kenya, that's it. Yeah, I went to Kenya as a child. I went to two secondary schools in Kenya. And one of them was... Um, it was called Tagoni Academy for Girls and it was run by a man called Pat Sharp. He was a writer actually when he died in The Guardian in the UK. But he was fucking mental. But the best kind of mental because I think he steered the independence. It was an all-girls school. And he was this nutty man that had a cattle wagon and decided to take us to climb Mount Kilimanjaro or Mount Kenya or... How old were you then? Mount. How old were you then then? Uh, 11 when I went to Kenya. How long were you there? Uh, two, three years. Oh, you know, that's right, it? I think. And I learned I to speak Iswahili. I learned to speak a bit of Luya. I learned to speak a bit of Kuyu. Go on, go on, go on. I, what, um, a bit of my chari matek is... Um, a bit of my chari matek. A bit of my chari matek is get, get off my land thing. A bit of my chari matek. 
Yeah, but I'm trying to take. Jambo habariako mimi nataka pesa kwa chakula. Were you saying something rude there? Was it not? No, I just said hi. Oh, I need sense. money. I need money for food. You know, that's what I think. That's why I like talking to you because you've got like you haven't got one of these these horrible like London accents. Oh, like, darling, oh, I fucking can't. I suppose that's just how Lindsay speaks. But I think I am. My, my, sometimes I do become a bit more like darling. Yeah, but that, even when you do that, even when you I do, can, even I when can. you do, even when you do, it's still you couldn't do you couldn't you couldn't do it as bad as they do the real people around here do it. So, it's just... but yeah, well, yeah, I quite like a bit of a Cockney accent though. Well, there's nothing wrong with Cockney accent. It's just... Yeah, I get it, I get it, but at the same point, at the same point. But you like, you like, you like diction and elocution. Yes, I like, so now Lila started speaking all funny as well, and I'm like, oh, do you know what? Oh yeah, but with kids it's a thing, isn't it? Like, oh, you get me, blood, you've got bare love for you, fam, you get me saying, fam, you get me saying, cuz. No, please, just leave it there. No. Hey, hey, yeah, bruv, bruv. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I don't, I can't do it, I don't, I don't like, I don't, don't like it. I like the Queen's English, I like the Queen's English. Is the Queen still alive? Is the Queen still alive? There's a question for you. Is the Queen still alive? She's a hologram. She's a hologram. Okay, well, no. She might not be a hologram. She could be Daffy Duck for all I fucking know. But what I am saying is we need to do less looking and more listening when it comes to the royal family. So, in, yeah. So, there are lots of cues around us in modern day society through the audio um, realms of clues that we miss out on all the time and I've been listening to a few um, back in the day of course like there was massive you know movement with rock music that was like sending these messages and then kind of today we've got like seven nation army by the white stripes and that kind of gives you a hint as to what's going on in the world I've we I like you know what I think there's clues everywhere, but there are certain things regarding the Queen that rock stars have been saying for years, and other people have been saying for years, and then they die. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they get bumped off. So it's almost like there's this, it's an amazing riddle, and then if you figure it out, you die. So no one really, like, people get close to fiddling it out, fi- fi- figuring it out. I'm going to say I haven't figured it out. Okay. See what I'm doing next, yeah, then yeah. I'm not going to die. Yeah, I see what you're saying. But I will say um, that you need you need to look into the depths of lyrics of songs if you question oh, them from the Queen from the Queens of England to the Hounds of Hell, the Seven Nation Army, you know. And I know that some people could say, well, that's the scriptures, mm-hmm. um, and that's the end of days. And anyone that's writing a song that wants to blame the Queen for something Fair could could you know reference that. Yeah. That would be a clever cross reference. But it's not the only time 
that the Queen has been referenced in these things. And I don't know if it's necessarily the Queen, because, like I said about her being a hologram, they are fictional figureheads in a way. So I've gone a little bit to think that maybe the Queen and the Royal Family are more puppety than we think. And I think they've made sacrifices. I think there's been a few sacrificial lambs along the way to keep everything tickety-boo as it is but I do think that there's um because my well, I know this is a really touchy subject Princess Diana yep how do you think she died well I think she was I think it was um I think it was I think the Queen killed her I think she was I think it was a I think it was a what do you call it an assassination okay okay it, it I think it was but not why you think <coughs> we're all going to think that um, Diana was going out with a man of colour, therefore she was a target and no one liked her, so bump her off. Mm. And we'll just blame it on the press. Yep. That's one theory. Or, or you blame it on the press handling her called Diana. The press A shouldn't have known she was there. She was being driven by a chauffeur that had gone over the limit, which is totally not normal, um, who was obviously nervous. Why was he nervous? Because he knew what was going to happen. Why would they want to kill her? Well, she's a front woman for loads of children's charities. She's just decided, for whatever reason, because of this new relationship, that she's backing down from her royal obligation. And she is the queen of people and children. And she didn't want to go anymore and do these aids. Why wouldn't you want to go and do any more landmine shit? Why Why wouldn't you, Diana? Because you know that while you're in front of the camera, getting all the fucking people in your country to think you're great and everyone else, they're doing things behind the scenes which are not tickety-boo. Wow. That's deep. So that is why they killed her, because she wasn't happy about it anymore, and she said no, and whenever anyone says no, they say go. If you look at the rains list and all these other things, the second anyone from the inner circle dobs them in, they sacrifice them themselves. That's, that's very similar to what's that thing with, um, yeah. Basically, you've got a point. I like what you're saying, but it's still, it's still all, um, yeah. Let's call it conspiracy, isn't it? Conspiracy. No, no, it's evidence. Well, yeah, but it's not really evidence that it was like assassinated per se. She wasn't. No, no one's going to come out and say, yeah. The, the Queen... She said that she didn't want to do any more, any more royal arrangements or obligations because of the way she felt, and that's documented. And they killed her. I, 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 it makes sense what you're saying. It does make sense. But... Well, that concludes the uh, First Father's Rights UK podcast in two months. I wish I could say it was a pleasure to do it, but it really wasn't that difficult and it really wasn't that, that painful. I think thinking about things that we try to forget yeah, how we much we miss our children and and my thoughts are with every every um, dad and mum out there that's not with their children. Especially over the festive period. So keep listening to the Father's Rights UK podcast and no doubt you'll Hear my dulcet tones again soon. Don't forget, uh, coaching on the 5th of December.
learning about all things family law. We've got some great stuff lined up there. Um, we might get some of Amy's three-way on the um, airwaves later. My goal was to keep this around 30 minutes, and I think we've done that. So stay strong. Peace and love. Violet's gloves.